John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. This is the High Game Podcast. It is the High Game Podcast. What do we talk about here uh, at the High Game Podcast, uh, John? What do we talk about? Uh, uh, guitars. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Where are we recording from? Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful West Seattle, Washington. It's glorious today. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, it's a holiday weekend. Yep. I like that. I like it when we're on a holiday. Yep. You know what I'm saying? As we record this. Yeah. It is Labor Day. Oh my God. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know who we can thank for Labor Day? The unions. Yes. We can thank for not children working in goddamn coal mines. Yep. Unions, baby. Guess what? What? First general strike in the United States? Yeah, probably in Jersey. Seattle. Oh, no shit. The Wobblies? Is it those guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a shit show, man. Oh, my God. They kicked a bunch of the Union dudes out of Seattle, and they ended up having to go north to Bellingham. So a bunch of people were up in Bellingham, and then they're like, fuck this. We're going to get in boats, and we're going to take boats down to the dock, and then we're going to drive this strike from the dock into the city. And they get down, they pull into Puget Sound, uh-huh. they're getting ready to dock, uh-huh. and the fucking pigs Ugh. unload with the guns, and then you got a bunch of wobblies bellies up in yeah. the sound. Not so wobbly anymore. No. They went hard. They I went, love them. They went super hard. I love them. Unions? Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Are we going to talk about a guitar today, John? Beverages. You have been spicing that theme song up so much lately. Spicing up the beverages. I love it. I love it, John. It's a spicy beverage theme. Oh, my God. You know what? what? This week, we got 
uh, viewer beverage. Viewer sent us a beverage. Oh my god, I'm so stoked. This is pretty unusual. What is it? Ed? Yeah, uh, our good friend Chris, the architect Ba, sent us some white bread, which seems very, I don't know, very classic. Old white dudes in a basement drinking white bread. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what it's, kind of a beverage is white bread? What is that? It's a Lithuanian soft drink Whoa. made out of water and bread. <laughs> water and bread. So, okay, what's like, the soft drink part? It's got water, uh-huh. sugar. Yep, right. Okay. Wheat bread crumbs. Wheat bread crumbs? Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, and then they put some karma... Carbon dioxide. Dio- they put some carbon in it, and then they put some like <laughs> CO2. Yeah, yeah. Some raw plant materials like cinnamon bark and oak timber and raisins and apricots. Oak and, timber. Yeah, oak timber, motherfucker. What do you think? Wow, oh, who makes it? The, the Lithuanians. You know, Chris like has some affinity for the Russians. Classic. Thanks a lot, Putin. <sighs> yeah, thanks, Putin. This is like a sandwich in a bottle. Right, exactly. And neither of us have tried it yet. We've poured a couple of glasses. Should we try this? Skull. It's skull. Yeah, sure. It's like a... It's like, you know, that holiday bread? Yeah, but kind of gingerbread housey. Like, liquefy a gingerbread house and drink it. Do that. You put that in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, I love it when I do that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, we want to thank the architect for that. Yeah, thanks, architect Chris. Hmm. Yeah. What was that? I put a piece of candy in my mouth, and then I'm like, I'm not going to sit here on mic and like slurp around on this candy. So I threw it, <laughs> threw it in the garbage, John, because I'm a, I'm a pro. Pro. I was just thinking <laughs> that that is some professional <laughs> shit right there. Super uh, pro. Yes. This is a Fender. Yep. This Fender is called the Maverick. No shit. Also known as the Custom. Okay. Yeah. The guitar with two names. It's an offset body. Yep. It has two split coil pickups. It has two split coil. I should say split single coil. Right. Single coil, cut it in half. I associate that with the GNL for whatever reason. This guitar was designed by our good friend Leo. No kidding. (sighs) Leo Fender. We miss them. Uh, so we know that in 1965... The shit's going down. The shit hits the bricks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, the shit bricks. CBS buys Fender. Yep. At that point, what was Leo working on? Mm. When the man comes in and buys the company. IDK, John. Well, Leo was noticing folk rock was becoming popular. Like the Burge, you know, stuff like that. And they were enjoying 12-string electrics. Roger McGuinn had one. Rickenbacker gave one to George Harrison. Yep. Based on that kind of thing, Leo was like, I gotta make a 12-string electric. Right, right. I will call it the Electric 12. Because he's real creative that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple weird design firsts for this. Yeah. For the Electric 12, it had individual saddles, so the intonation could be made perfect, which, you know, that's kind of cool. Sure. And the strings went through the body. Great. Oh, the sustain. Oh, sustain for days. You walk away, you go get a sandwich, you come back. Yeah. So they take that Electric 12 string, and they put it out in the market, and they're hoping people will pick it up. Sure. A weird thing happens. Yeah. The exact musicians they hoped would pick it up do, but they won't be caught dead in public with it. 
Right. It does appear on some recordings, but it does not appear in public. Right. I think that I could tell you exactly why that is. Go ahead. It's the headstock. No one is going to play that fucking drippy dick guitar in public. It's got what's known as the hockey stick headstock. No, it is not. It's super drippy dick. Like, you hold it like that, Playing and it's position. just like old Floppy Bob over oh, there. Right. What's what's Floppy Bob playing? <laughs> Nothing I want to hear. No, that's what I'm saying. So the reputation on these things was, I'm not going outside the house with this. Yeah. But it does really stay in tune, sounds great. So musicians were quietly going into the studio and doing some cool stuff. Okay. Yes. This is with a... Fender Electric 12. No shit. <laughs> That's enough of that. Yeah. Jimmy Page. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was uh, 1971. It is amazing to me that that guitar is not iconic. Just with that. You want to hear some more Led Zeppelin? Uh-uh. Played with this electric 12 string? Sure. I love the Beastie Boys. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. This is the part of the show where John hears a song and then tries to figure it out. By 1969, though. Yeah. They discontinue that electric 12. Yeah. The war has been won, and the victor is Rickenbacker. Sure. If you want an electric 12-string, yeah, yeah, maybe that's where you're going. Right. So now they've got a problem. Okay. Fender does. Now they've got bodies and necks lying all over the joint that they're never going to use. Okay. What the fuck are we going to do with this? Right. Enter. Oh. Virgilio Babe Simone. Virgilio Babe Simone? Oh, Babe. Babe, what's he up to? Oh no, babe. We, we, lost, we babe. lost babe. When did we lose him? 2014. He was born in 1937. Wow. He went to work at Fender? Yeah. When he was 16 in 1953. Can you imagine the beginning of Fender essentially? Right. By the time this comes around in 69, Babe is actually the product manager for Stringed Instruments. Killer. Yeah. I love this guy. How have we never talked about our boy Babe before? I don't know. So they say to Babe, we've got all these necks and bodies on the shelves. Right. Just do something. You're killing me, Babe. You're killing me over here, Babe, with all this stuff. Yeah. Normally, Fender would go through the whole R&D division. Sure. They did not do that. They just said to Babe, figure it out. Put the shit together. <laughs> so Babe <laughs> takes the leftover bodies from the Electric 12s mm -hmm. to the bandsaw. Mm. He cuts out a little divot in the lower half of the body. Yeah. And then the top horn. Yeah. He kind of shaves that down a little bit. Man. And he calls it good. <laughs> We're just going to let Babe do that? Yes. Right. Check out the neck on this. It has 12 holes. Oh, my God. They, filled, they filled them in. They filled them in and put veneer on the front and back. Oh, my God. Babe. Come on, dude. Not only that. You're killing me. When it was the string through, yeah. there was a plate in the back that would take the ball into the sure. strings. You know, Take that out. Fill in the hole. 
Oh, my God. And to further mask the fact that you filled in you, the hole, yeah. paint the back of it black. These guys. Fill it God. in. Put a Mustang bridge on it. You're done. What about the pickups? Are the pickups made special for this thing? They're the same pickups that were on the Electric 12. Of course. More parts laying around. Wow. There is some confusion about the name. This one says Maverick on it. Yep. Later, it would say Custom. Okay. I'm going to say Allegedly. Leftover Necks. Yeah. Slap the name Maverick on it. Right. And then they ran out of necks, but they still had leftover bodies. Okay. I guess we have to make new necks until we use up the bodies. Those ones had the name Custom instead of Maverick. That's the story anyway. Did they keep the spacing? Was it still that long? And it was. These guys are killing me. So apparently, if you have one that says Maverick, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. plugged holes in right. between the tuning machines. Got it. If got you have it. one that says Custom... It's... You don't. Wow. If anybody knows differently, I'd love to know. What year is this guitar? This guitar was only made for one year. Oh, <laughs> oh really? It plays really well, kind of like a Mustang. I really like it. It's got a rotary switch instead yep. of a pickup selector switch. Yep. Here's what it does. It's a four-way switch, not three. Okay. So you get neck pickup, neck pickup out of phase. Okay. Bridge oh. pickup. Bridge pickup out of phase. I love it. So check it out. Here's a neck pickup. Yep. I'm gonna throw it out of phase. Uh, you can kind of hear it. Oh, totally. Okay, bridge pickup. Bridge pickup out of phase. I can imagine on the 12-string version where this originated, that would sound pretty the fucking cool. The jangle the coming out of that thing? Oh, my God. You just put it back in phase, right? Yeah. Out of phase forever, bro. Come on, what are you doing? How about the neck pickup out of phase? Yeah. Tell me how creamy that is. <laughs> it's drippy. <laughs> That's nice. One year. What year was it made? 1969. Okay, it's got a bound neck with block inlays, sunburst finish, chrome plating, Mustang bridge. It's got a weird like high-end parts and then medium-y, low-end-y parts. Our guy Babe was all fucked up. It's like 1969. You know this guy is just fucked up. He's doing drugs. He's out there oh, going, babe. Babe, he's no. going. He's going to Woodstock. He's like some classic <laughs> Woodstocker, fucking in the mud with fucking. a bunch of bunch of goddamn baby boomers rooting around in the fucking mud. You know what are you talking about? Babe? This guy, yes, no. babe. <laughs> Not babe. I'm, I'm telling you, 1969. <laughs> these guys are out of their brain. You know who played at Woodstock like, in 1969? Johnny Winter. <laughs> sure. You know what he played? An electric 12. Did he really? And you know how he played it? He took six of the strings off of it. No kidding. So he played it as a six string. That's crazy. Tell me more about how millennials are ruining everything. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking in the mud. Not into it. I'm picking up on that. <laughs> Right. This is not the first time that Babe was asked to do that. Prior to this, they had a bunch of leftover short-scale necks from the student models, like the Mustangs, the Duosonic, oh, the, really? the Music Masters. The short-scale neck was not as popular as the regular-scale sure, neck. Sure, sure, sure. So they're like, fuck, we got all this shit left over. Okay. Babe takes the headstock and just cuts a straight line down it. It looks like a knife. 
and it had a funky cut up body too. More bandsaw, babe. God. They called it the swinger. See, right back to my fucking in the mud, the oh. swinger, 1969. He just doesn't have any goddamn time, so he's like whipping these things out on the bandsaw so he can go to his fucking key party and bang some key stewardess, par- you know? <laughs> key party. <laughs> oh, my God. I can think of the name Swinger. I can't think of exactly what it looks like. Some people called it the Arrow. Some people yeah. called it the Music Lander. It never even appeared in a catalog. <laughs> Maybe Babe, not much of a designer. Although, yeah. I love the way this thing plays. The way you're holding it right now, where I'm sitting uh-huh. right now, you're blocking the back end, so I can't see where uh-huh. he took that hunk out of it. Right. And a music stand is blocking the headstock from my view so i can't see where he bandsawed the the back back end and i can't see the headstock on the front it's beautiful how much was this thing when it came out in 1969 in 1969 yeah a gallon of gas cost 35 cents so i'm gonna say this thing was 240 dollars. that's pretty good ed yeah 289 dollars and 50 cents it was a high-end guitar. Yeah, here's the problem. Yeah. That was 20 bucks more than a standard telly. I'm not surprised. This thing's got right. rosewood fretboard. It's bound. Clearly, it's a more expensive guitar. Yeah, maybe you're right. But nobody liked it. No. no. Nobody bought it. Clearly, yeah. So they tried lowering the price. Okay. Nobody bought it. Sure. Nobody liked it. Sure. Uh, so a year later, 1970, <laughs> see ya. Richard Nixon in the White House. Ugh. Our boy Babe is off like at some swinger party, you know? Key party. <laughs> <laughs> right? You think he cares? He's just snapping necks and cashing checks. Bell bottom babe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't find anybody that plays the six string version. It's hysterical. But I did find plenty of people that played that 12-string version on record. Sure. And given the fact that it has the same uh, electronics, same pickups, all of that, it's good enough. How would you like it, Ed? Oh. If I hot-seated you. Uh, I love it. This is an unusual example. Okay. Because two people in this band each bought a 12-string. Okay. And on this song, they are each playing their individual 12 strings. So two 12 strings are being played. Okay, I'm ready. It's the Beatles. Nope. Good sound, huh? It's really good. the monkeys vibes oh, to me. that my friend is the velvet underground oh 1969 okay the players on there of course one oh, is no. our friend lou reed oh no yeah and the other guy is nope. sterling morrison yeah uh, yeah so they each had the 12 strings wow that sounded great like i really i i dig that even on this six string version we- yep That's great. Put a little something on there. (laughs) 
There are people that had that idea. Okay. With that 12 string. Okay, okay. Would you like to be hot seated yet again? Sure. <laughs> Clearly, you've seen my affinity for like 60s and 70s. Oh, I like, can tell you're into it. Yeah. So, hit uh, me. 1969 also. You can hear that guitar. Is it cream? No. Is this Jefferson Airplane? No. The Doors? No. Do they have a guitar? Yeah, they got Bobby Krieger. That's The Who. Oh. That's cool. It could also be The Who. Yeah, that's Underture sure. from Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great, Ed. I do not go back and listen to oldie grandpa music. Grandpa music. Yeah, I don't do it. People are releasing cool, interesting stuff today. You don't want to know it, the shoulders upon which they stand? Kind of not really. Oh, like, you have no sense I, of history. I get it. You're right? a history major. You don't get the Flaming Lips without Pink Floyd. I uh-huh. get it. That doesn't mean I need to go listen to Pink Floyd and study it. The assholes in Flaming Lips did that for me. Listen to this thing with some dirt on it. That's a old blood noise endeavor haunt, right? Or alpha uh, haunt. That thing's got a lot of stuff on it. It's got a lot of different sounds and switches, and I've dialed in something. Hit me again. Should I go bridgy? Yeah, bridgy phase. You know who I could see playing this guitar? Who? Our friend Brady from Old Blood Noise Endeavors. In a video, this would be a Uh great guitar to play for kind of demoing their stuff. Tons of different tone, and it's unique. Charles Manson sent some of his uh, followers up to uh, Sharon Tate's house in 1969. Were they having a barbecue or something? Yeah. yeah. A pool party. You still have not seen that movie, have a key you? A party. The, uh, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No, I haven't seen that yet. Do they accurately depict kind of the gore of that? <laughs> I cannot tell you because it would be a spoiler. We don't spoil here. No. I wonder if Babe knew Manson. I, I would not be surprised. I wonder if Babe knew Sharon Tate, Roman Polanski. Yeah, hey, Ro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's Babe. You guys having a key party up there? No? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, men walking on the moon. Uh huh. All kinds of cool stuff in yeah. 1969. That is just the least of it. Musically? Yeah, lay, lay another one on. There's me. some shit going on. Oh, okay. Uh, in that time frame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that electric 12? Yeah. I think I saved the best for last, Ed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. 
That's some uh, cocktail-y, loungy. Yeah, that's you uh, know. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Sure. Of course. Clinking a little scotch. Yep. Scotch on the rocks. You're sitting there. And you know what? Both Herb, Herb. and the guitar player there, John Pisano. Okay. They're still kicking. Oh, still doing stuff. Herb Alpert, born yeah. 1935. John Pisano? Yeah. Born 1931. Great. I love it when we don't have to uh, hit him with the dong. Don't want to hit him with the dong. <laughs> no. <laughs> Especially prematurely. You can't Hit him with premature dong. Premature dongage. Boy, that kind of gated, sputtery, old blood distortion. I love it. That's what that's made for. Where'd you get this guitar, John? We got this from yeah. our good friends at Thunder Road Guitars in West Seattle. Thunderroadguitars.com, Ed. <laughs> cool. Guess what happened? What? Speaking of this here Fender Maverick. Yeah. Thunder Road Guitars is now an official Fender custom shop dealer. Custom shop fenders. Uh-huh. I am stoked about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know what I'd get? What? Hey, custom shop, make me... A 2019 Maverick. (laughs) Funny you should say that, Ed. (laughs) Yeah? Because in 2019, yeah, as part of their alternate reality series... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get an electric 12. No kidding. No kidding. With the same, like, the weird headstock Uh and all that stuff? 100% the same, except not. This four-way switch with the phasey stuff... Yep. Uh, has been switched to a three-way switch, which is kind of a bummer because the phasey stuff is cool. I love it. Uh, so, yeah, you can go Weird. right now and order an electric 12. Weird. Weird. And I guess you could just take six of the strings off, and there you go. Yeah, you'd be a regular Edgar winner. Johnny winner? Well, whatever. Go to Uncle Frank. Tell him the high gain sent you. Uh-huh. He appreciates that. We appreciate yep. that. You know what else we appreciate, Ed? What? We appreciate support. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because as Ed mentioned yeah. once upon a time, right? he doesn't want to talk about uh, boner pills and mattresses. <laughs> no. no. So that's why we have a Patreon account, and we really do appreciate the support. Oh, we love it. Sign up. Be a supporter. Go to patreon.com slash the high gain. Yeah. Would yeah. that do it, John? That would do it. Would that get people there? Oh, that would do it. Okay. That would light you up. We were really clever and we made our levels based on pickup styles. Join up for a dollar. That's your single coil. Yep. Isn't that clever? You got your humbuckers uh-huh. and your P90 levels. Uh-huh. You know. You get stuff that nobody else gets. Well, other people that support that thing. But Joe Public? Joe Public. He's no. off at a key party with <laughs> our boy Babe. and Babe's gone. You know, oh, we lost him? Yeah, we lost Babe. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Do you know more now than you did before, Ed? I didn't know anything about that. You didn't know anything about that, this? That guitar. So using up all those surplus parts, how many surplus parts were there, Ed? Oh, how, yeah. How many of these are out there? Yeah. Do we know? Yeah. According to Babe himself, Okay. somewhere between 600 and 800. So it's rare. This is rare. You have a rare bird. 600 to 800 in 1969 because somebody it, told Babe, get rid of all this shit. And I mean, now it's just like... Great sounding, rare, vintage thing. Or you could go the current Gibson route. Let's just roll over them with a tractor. Yeah, we need a way to write off this shit. Break out the steamroller. I guess of those two, I prefer the Babe route. Yeah. Throw some parts together, make a thing, do a limited run, and when they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. 
Had those sold immediately, the first thing they would do is go back to the production line and make a bunch more. Keep doing it. They would never do the thing of, okay, now we're going to make 500 and not make any more. Yeah. Bang more out. Come on, babe. Oh, I'll bang. You're not going to like it, (laughs) but I'll bang it. Yeah. Kidding me? He loves it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Ed. That was uh, completely... Yeah, that was a good one. Lewd. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The Fender... Maverick. Maverick. Go to the high gain and buy it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, go to Thunder Thunder Road Road and buy it. Or go to thehighgain.com to look at pictures of it. Yeah. Uh, Or or the high gain on Instagram to see all kinds of pictures of it. Yep. Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Go to the Patreon. Yeah. You know. Uh, Go ahead and smash that subscription button and leave a review on iTunes. Yes, please. Thank you.